genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 118, quite possibly the greatest ultimate question minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Sturkoch. And I'm Gerald Christopher Marcus Porter from the Indiana Jones Minute Podcast. Ah, one of the Jones boys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, we figured you're familiar with the, the Yahweh Assist, and this movie has the ultimate Yahweh Assist. <laughs> it, well, and 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 also it has a sort of a, a, a Yahweh uh, somewhere in there's a little bit of a like, eh, go figure it out yourself. I'm sure you're fine. Oh, that's it's interesting you said that. I I asked this last week to a guest, and I will ask it to you this week. I've asked Chris and I have already discussed it. I've said there's basically three ways you can look at this movie. Um, the one is the the path that I think they they want you to believe. That God is basically kidnapped at the beginning, and mm-hmm. that through the machinations of the angel, they tap her, and through what you know their series of adventures, they're able to kill John Doe Jersey, rescue God, God saves them at the end. Then there's the second path, which is God knew this was going to happen, but allowed it to happen, allowed herself to be captured, mm-hmm. knowing that this is now your quest to save me. The third option is God knew everything that was going to happen there was never any danger god knew from the beginning that this is exactly how this would all work out and she'd be standing at the church at the end so it all depends on how heavy your faith is like was god had like was this completely was god totally taken by surprise or was it somewhere along the way here's what sucks is that you you know that you're like okay you're the overarching theme you know of the cosmos is you know, God knows everything that's going to happen. So you kind of have to, you know, you go with that one. That's almost the, the, you know, the title of the book, so to speak. But, but, but over here you have these chapters on free will and, uh, you know, there's sort of the famous, there's a, like a Bart Ehrman quote, you know, it's like God is either, you know, omnipotent and, um, in a way, not not compassionate or not omnipotent because he wouldn't let bad things happen, right? I mean, yeah. I mean if God knows yeah. that there are bad things that are going to happen, either A, you know, there isn't an infinite, all-loving God there because he allowed the bad thing to happen and he knew it was going to happen. So, you know, he's not all-loving, right? Yeah. Or... He's not all-powerful. You kind of have to, you know, that's one setup. Which is it? Is he all-powerful or all-loving? And because otherwise you wouldn't have, you know, uh, uh, catastrophes or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, a newborn baby die or whatever it is. And in the grand scheme, why would the devil ever matter? Like, if you're completely all-powerful, then the devil means nothing to you. Well, so, you know, what's so... In a way, what feels so unfair or kind of like, why the fuck do we have to go through all this, is it feels like a test, right? Some of these things feel like a test. I mean, all throughout the Bible, God is testing. Like, for instance, Job, right? There's a test. They're sort of betting on Job. The devil and God are betting on Job. And it's kind of like, well, if God knew the end result, why did we all have to go through this? (laughs) 
Yeah. And then, I never thought of it that way. Right? Why put them all through this? Why well, put everybody through this? Yeah. yeah. Now, of course, you know. But for for the character, and and if you view it from sort of a protagonist sort of, you know, maybe the human, maybe Job. If you're viewing it from Job, it's like, well, you still have to do the test or the crucible, and that that's. I guess if you're Job, you're like, well, I still have to live it. I still have to make the decisions. <laughs> that I need to make. God may know which way I'm going to go, but I don't know. It's a little bit like if, if Job doesn't make the choices, if he doesn't still continue to praise the Lord's name, even though he's, you know, covered in boils and his, whatever, his wife is killed and whatever, you know, he loses all his money. It's like, well, then did it happen? Did it quote happen? Or were his choices, I don't know. I mean, if if yeah. God knows what Job is going to choose, then is it important for it to be meted out? They also say that we're supposedly have we supposedly have free will too, right? So how can he know how it's going to come if we have free will? Then it doesn't make sense for free will. I see. I think it's. I think I'm I'm somewhere between two and three. I think both are equal at the same time. And the only way I can wrap my mind around it is I have to give the. I can't understand what god is or how god functions that's the only way that you can wrap i wrap my mind around it by not wrapping my mind around it right just like just just like if you don't understand well it's be like if you dropped quantum (laughs) physics in front of me you could spend all your life trying to explain it to me it's never going to get there and that's a human thing like yeah to get something on a cosmic level no you could you could never explain it how did somebody explain it one time it was like if this is not a good comparison but imagine that we are ants to god's human Okay. Right. Explain it to you, the ants. Explain it to the ants. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, well, they might, you can influence them. You can make them do things. You can kill them or save them or do whatever. But, like, they don't know what's going on. They can't – they're trying to interpret what you're doing through your stimulus you're giving them. I, I think they touch on this a little bit um, where, you know, our, our – um, you know, where, where it's brought up. The question is raised, does God have a plan? Right. And, and it's asked, like, when did you lose your faith when, you know, the, the mother, remember, uh, her mother says yeah. when she told me over the phone, like, God has a plan. And you're like, OK, right there. That right there is the question that's raised. And so, you know, she loses her faith. And then at the end, we have the main, you know, I, OK, I'm allowed to ask one question and God suffers that one question. Like, eh, OK. And. She's like, why are we here? And she's like, boop. (laughs) And so it's kind of like, once again, uh, there's a lot of ways you can, I guess, look at that. Like, A, it's meaningless. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, she's like, boop, that's why you're here. You know, kind of got your nose, you know, or it's like, I'm not going to tell you that. Or you're you're not done. You're not done with your journey yet. You'll find out at the end. That can be the boop on the nose. Like, um, you know, you've made it thus far, and I'm, I'm giving you a, a, a pat here to let you know all this is real and everything's happened. I'm real. I'm before you. It's real. Here's your faith again. But you're not going to, you know, you still have a journey to go on, and I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to let every single thing unfold. That would be premature. You're still living in your in your life, in the middle yeah. of it. If you were in this situation, you've now just you've martyred yourself. You know, God just brought you back to life. You're you're now with child. Um, do you walk over to God and ask, 
what's the meaning of life, essentially? <laughs> I don't know if yeah. I have that in me. I mean, yeah. I, guess you, I guess you're just like, you know what? I'm here. I'm going to give it the uh, the old Hail Mary. You know, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know. I'm so afraid of what the answer might be. You just well, see, she, you know, you just see. Her the, God, I'm sorry. You just see God do a headstand. And, I, you know, you're kind of like, you know what? Yeah, now's a good time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. If, if she gives her the answer, then you, then doesn't that take away your free will? Because now you know everything. Well, again, I'm sure the actual answer is one of those, like, listen, it would take me the rest of your natural human life to even begin yeah, yeah. to tell you what step yeah, one of know. my plan is. So what I'm yeah. going to do is nothing. And, I, I mean, imagine if it was just like a single word answer. How disappointing would that be if she just leaned <laughs> in and she was just like, plastics and you're like seriously we're here to create plastics there's hundreds of thousands of years of civilization so we can make tupperware <laughs> we really need it in heaven sorry yeah. listen i need you know when i cook something on monday i want it to be fresh on friday <laughs> i mean you just be like i i wish i didn't know <laughs> yeah I mean, I think it helps also that she is in New Testament benevolent God form. Uh, Chris mm. and I spoke, uh, I think, two weeks ago about um, when she comes out, she's in New Testament God mode. She's very yeah. forgiving. Even though she kills Bartleby, you know, God's still going to still gonna smite when the smiting is needed, even in New Testament form. But, like, I still feel like if Old Testament God comes walking out of there, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be like, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin running to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, I mean, that's the tough stuff about uh, the, you know, the Bible is there's so many different emotions you can, uh, you know, pull from it. Like, uh, you know, a, a smiting Lord, uh, an angry God, one that, uh, you know, commands fear and respect. And then over here you have sort of, you said the New Testament one, you're like one that's all about compassion, love turning the other cheek, sort of a, a, a an infinite well of forgiveness. Um, I, you know, it, it, it's slippery because yeah. you have all the, all the colors in there, and it's hard. I mean, at best, uh, you know, the Lord seems mercurial when you take the entire story away. You don't, you don't know which one's going to show up necessarily or how they're going to feel about a certain situation if, you know, it says like, you know... Uh, she says, "Like, oh, hey, you know, it may seem, you know, uh, you know, for me to ask this question, you know, maybe uh, I, I don't mean to, you know, sort of question your judgment here." And you know, God is kind of like, "Well, yeah, it would be kind of out out of bounds." Well, I'm guessing anybody who I'm, I'm you got to assume any human who's actually got a face to face with God, it must be like, is it like a famous person getting asked for their autograph? Right. Or, or is it like somebody that has a catchphrase? You know, every like it's your, you know, you run into Mandy Patankin and you're like, hey, can you say, <laughs> my name is Nigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepare to die. Like, is that God always gets the, why are we here? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've heard this one a million times. Don't worry. Right. I got, I got my, on Wednesday, I got my, my answer all ready to go. But, but if you don't ask it right then and there, then you're back relegated to, you know, your, your, your bedside prayer again. And then now your prayers, oh, hey, God, real quick, real quick, uh, you know, I have to, uh, I, I meant to ask you this before, but, uh, you know, real quick, can I, can I get a second, a second message on this one real quick? 
<laughs> like, listen, can I get the Jets on Sunday with the points? Is that – am I crossing the line here? Oh, you're leaving. Okay, I see. <laughs> I totally get it. <laughs> um, oh, I, the thing I meant to bring up about if you're going with God has a grand plan – I discovered this over the last couple of weeks, uh, two weeks ago when me and Chris was talking, and then last week when I was talking with Luke Allen. Basically, when this movie is wrapping up now, we are at the climax, so to speak. All the people, good and bad, in this movie got exactly what they wanted. Hmm. Azrael and Bartleby were both smited out of existence, which is exactly what they wanted. She gets her ability to have children back. Jay and Silent Bob are back in New Jersey. The Muse and the Apostle are both going to get to talk to Metatron about the changes they wanted to make. And yeah, the, nobody else, everybody, didn't get everybody else got put back to life. Everybody no harm, no everything. foul. Yeah. yeah. Jay didn't get laid. Jay never got laid. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> the stuff. The, but he's never going to. So, like, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Even God couldn't help him with that one. <laughs> he still got a kiss from her. He did. He got, he he got a kiss from he God. Did get a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and he also, you know, you, you sometimes wonder because I, I get I guess according to the movie he's bisexual. So I mean he this has one, yeah. you know, remember he wakes up and he's like, I swear I didn't come in you <laughs> <laughs> like a Phil or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I don't you know, I, I don't know. I guess he wanted to have sex with her, but also with men too. Yeah. And then I did try to push my theory last week that um Silent Bob has a touch of the divine because he's the only one who's not in awe of God's presence. Like, you know, Jay completely wipes out. She is like, you know, she stars in her eyes. She, God literally walks up and puts her hand on Silent Bob's shoulder. And he just like backs up and gets out of her way. But not like, oh my goodness, that's God. Just like, yeah. hey, how you doing? So I think if if there's a level of divinity with God at 100 and we lowly humans are at zero, I think maybe like Silent Bob's like a one. He's just got like a little... You know, he's got like a little pinch of divine in there. That's why things always seem to work out for him, even though there's no well, way that they should. That's why he can fight angels and stuff, too. Right. That's yeah. why he can fight angels and stuff. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So so we get the big question asked. We just don't get the big answer this minute. Mm, yeah. Why yeah. are we here? Uh, we spoiled it. We spoiled yeah, I, the well, Whatever. I mean, like, listen, I got, God could also give the kind of answer that I gave. Like, one time I was – this will be hard to believe, but I was called into a disciplinary meeting one time at work. And <laughs> when I got called in there, one of the questions was, why are you here today? And I said, because you told me to come in here. And they said – no, and then they were like, all right, new question. Specifically, why are you here today? I'm like, because at 845, you walked over to my case and told me you wanted me to come in here. And they're like, and you're being, in a disciplinary meeting. and then they said, you're being a jerk on purpose. And I said, that's not a question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very fun to deal with at work. <laughs> oh. um, needless to say, I haven't been in for, for one of those in a long time now. <laughs> they, just, they just like, yeah, you just do whatever. We don't care. <laughs> just, you're, you're literally too annoying to deal with. That is, that is kind of a tough, you know, why are you called in here? It's like, you know, why are you here? It's like, because you asked me. I mean, that's not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Did did yeah. you know? Were you like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I have an idea of what else they're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, I was, I, was being, I was being an obstinate prick. Yeah. That's what I see, I see. Yeah. That, I mean, because that, ha that happened to me once, and I had no idea. Oh, oh, that's even worse when you're like. Yeah, no, I really didn't know. I was like, <laughs> like, like why like are you in over, here? It's like a cop pulling you over and being like, you know why I pulled you yeah. over? And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I was like, I ran through my head. I was like, there's about 13 different things as to why, but I don't know which one it is. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like getting a text from your wife that says, call me. And you're like, oh, shit. 
Like, <laughs> is this is it, is it an emergency or did, let me go through my Rolodex here? Like, have I done anything wrong lately? <laughs> I don't like. Did I, I don't know. You tell me. You yeah, tell was like, me. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, did I did I leave something out? Something unlocked? Did I burn the house down? Like. <laughs> That's why I don't know how people can run around on their spouses. Like, the amount of stress that that must be. Ah, no way. No <laughs> way. Like, I got enough crazy in my life. I'm afraid she's going to walk in. I'm going to have a video game on. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Slam the laptop shut. What were you doing? Pornography, I swear. <laughs> Are you playing that computer game from 18 years ago? No, of course not. I'm not turning up playing a turn-based game like it's still 1998. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, does, Evan, does anybody have anything else for this minute? Well, that I wasn't is. here last week. I just found out that she was uh, pregnant. So, oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, let, let's let's talk about that for a minute. Show up for your own podcast, then. <laughs> I didn't even know what was going on. I, I I got told, oh, we did that. We did it without you. That's all I got told. Listen, because I got a professional podcaster to come on. I tried to cut you out this week, but you found out about it. I was trying to sneak around but you're behind your back with Jerry. <laughs> Jerry took too long logging on, so I snuck in. <laughs> Is there, you know, what do you, what do you guys think of that? Why do they why do they do that? And she's pregnant with a you know a, a baby girl. Yeah. Well, we had we posited earlier of like the re- the repair would be, hey, you have a functional you know system again. It's an extra bonus to throw in there. I go, it's like, <laughs> this may not be the best example, but I said it's like buying a PlayStation 5 that comes with a game. Like, they <laughs> fixed everything happy. and preloaded baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also leads me to two things. So, so that baby is going to be, I guess, we'll continue the line of the last Scion. What if she ends up having two more kids? Are we going to have an issue? Are, we gonna, are they mm. just like... Are they going to be forgotten like Jesus' other siblings? <laughs> just like cast aside? <laughs> like, this is our daughter, you know, you know, Josiah. Oh, and that's her brothers, Tim and Doug. Uh, <laughs> they're not last scions. They suck. <laughs> yeah. They ain't going to grow up to be assholes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, this was the other thing. I will bring this up, too, because you, you just missed the carnage because it was like, you know, blood and gore in, in the street last week. Yeah, which God sense. now just snaps away. I said, um, "What do all those people do when they walk out of the house today? What do they remember? What's the last that's, thing they remember?" Yeah, that's that's a really interesting question, and there's something very biblical about that as well. Like, okay, when you know during in the raising of Sodom and Gomorrah, you're like, all right, so I understand the city was a den of iniquity, but does that mean that every single person, uh, you know, who who was uh, vaporized by the sulfur, right, uh, rained down? I mean, does that mean all of them were guilty of everything all the time? I mean, even the Actually, one... Yeah, go ahead. In, in the Bible, in that part, uh, they do say, will, will you kill them, you know, will you kill everybody if... if- there's 10 if there's 10 good people and he says no and then he still does it anyway so i'm guessing yeah everybody was guilty even the kids uh, what about the woman in the boardroom remember he goes into the 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 movie right the oh, movie right. Uh, yeah yeah and he the one go. yeah he lets her go the one woman is is totally uh he's like you're an innocent you're innocent he does let her go but he almost doesn't but the problem with that is she just had to deal with that. She went through all that crap. Like, yeah. all these people get murdered now, too. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks, for, thanks for ruining my life. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm going to need therapy. Thanks a lot. Not to mention, Look. you're going to have a nice long talk with the police when they show up. Let me ask yeah. you guys, how, how, how serious is the disclaimer at the beginning of this movie? 
Um, I think it's he was told to put on a disclaimer. He was. Told, I'm not. Sure, I think it was back then. It was probably Miramax was distributing. He was told he had to put a disclaimer before this because they were seriously worried there was going to be a problem. Mm. And the problem ended up being what it usually ends up being, which is a bunch of people whining about stuff. Yeah. People threaten protests, which never quite, you know, gelled into what they pretended they were going to be. You know, it's four old ladies outside of a, you know, a place in Red Bank, which then Kevin Smith shows up and protests his own movie, <laughs> which is it's classic TV. You can find it on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. He shows yeah, up yeah, and yeah. he uses he uses his buddy's name. And they were just like, um, are you Kevin Smith? No, of course not. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So, huh. I mean, that's what it ended up being. But, like, they were they were worried that there would be actual violence. Yeah. But his that, disclaimer is not very serious. Isn't it something? Doesn't he mention a platypus from what I'm Yeah, yeah he, no, he does. He, yeah, okay. he says he God that. has a sense of humor. Like, you know, yeah, otherwise right. the platypus. So, but, I mean, I mean, so, okay. He, all right. I just care. Okay, so he had on. he had it's to like put they, one on, and yeah, he was kind of saying, do it "And you're like, well, then I'll put a funny one on there. How about that?" Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we dig into a lot of these really hard questions, and at the same time, we're sort of, uh, yeah, we're reverent about it and dealing with like, you know, Jay is uh, obviously he's sitting there and like <laughs> he does the like, you know, the the licking his fingers when the. Like news is talking to, yeah. So I mean, it's just like, all right, it's it, it's irreverent and it brings up it brings up some. Let me ask you this: How serious are the themes? Well, uh, when Kevin wrote this, he said he had a he was having a crisis of faith. He had for years. He had a tough time uh, marrying his Catholicism with yeah. how he wanted to live his life because mm-hmm. he was still very deep. I mean, he still really believed in God back then. So yeah. it was like. How he lived his life was completely separate from, like, what he's being told to live his life. And he had a hard time marrying those two. So I think especially a lot of the speeches people give in this, I think it's is coming from him. The uh, the the little little parable they tell earlier about the glass where you have a yes. small glass when you're older and the older you get, the glass gets bigger. It's harder to fill it with your faith. Um, you know, the about having beliefs. If you dig in on a belief – it's hard to change a belief, you know. You, that's why you should have sure. an idea instead of a belief. Those are all definitely coming straight from Kevin. Like that's that's where he comes from, of just like right. And all the while having your protagonist work in an abortion clinic, which you know is going to piss everybody off. Yes, yes, like, yes. I had said earlier, if there was, if this was a larger budget movie, or maybe if if it was more entrenched at like a real studio. I could have seen some, someone trying to lean on him and say, listen, you can have them do something that's like against the church, but she cannot work in an abortion clinic. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Like, yeah have her do something. And, and she doesn't really, I don't know if she needed to. I mean, it's interesting because it's okay. She, she winds up being pregnant. Yeah. Right. You know, so. Well, and the whole thing, she works in an abortion clinic and when it gets brought up to the head angel of like, well, you know, I work in an abortion clinic. He just sloughs it off like it's nothing. He's just like, yeah. yeah, well, no, was a drunk, whatever. Right. <laughs> like, like, it's it's a, right. something that's like the end all be all of people on earth, and people in heaven are like, yeah, whatever. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're taking if you're and taking a one, serious approach to the movie, which I would not, 
I mean, you certainly can, but if you're an, if you're I think you could take some very nice lessons from it. Yeah, you can. Just, I mean, what you know? At the end, you're like, like, okay, if God's real, and you know, or faith is renewed, whatever you want to say. I mean, it's almost like even your bad, with the exception of, I mean, Azrael is pretty much like a black hat villain in this, but your mm-hmm. other villains, Bartleby and Loki, basically just end up going down the wrong path. You know, they're the two young men led astray at some point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one gets too far down. He's like somebody that's hooked on drugs. He just gets too far and can't pull back. That I mean, my favorite scene in the movie is probably them two arguing in the in the underground garage when it actually gets serious. And Loki says, uh, "No, uh, I'm not going to war on God. I've seen what happens yeah. to the proud when they take on the throne." Yeah, like, listen. At some point, something gets too serious for you. Where you're like, yeah. you know, you know, you've been doing a little petty theft, and then your friend's like, "I want to rob a bank," and you're like, "Uh, no, <laughs> like I won't be doing that. Thanks." And, and you know, and it, it it seems unfair. It brings to light, you know, that there there's an injustice here, and and you know, you're questioning God, and you're kind of, you know, she kind of even says like, you know, in the middle of the lake or the puddle, she's like, "Why, why, you know, all that." There's a lot of questioning. You're like, oh, "How about Jesus in the, you know, in the garden?" You know, the night before he's crucified, he's like, why? I mean, there's all sorts of questioning God. She's one step short of saying, why has thou forsaken me? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jesus says that on the cross. He doesn't get in trouble for it. And and that's when Metatron basically says, yeah, I'm the one that was there. You know, God's not there when that happens. Yes. You know, know, apparently they killed five atoms, which makes – that's the part where I'm like, I think God might be – I think heaven's not as smart as I'm led to believe if they killed five atoms before they realized <laughs> they it. I think they would have figured that out a little earlier than that. Yeah. I think after like two atoms deep, you got to be like, all right, something's wrong here. We're having an issue. <laughs> you know, could be something wrong in the formula or maybe, hey, it's funny. Every time God talks, you know, Adam's head explodes. Maybe we should do something here. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to wrap it up because we got a lot more to talk about on Wednesday. And by a lot more, I mean basically the ending of this exact scene. Sure. Yeah, the same minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't you do your plugs, Jerry? And then while you're doing that, Chris can try to remember what the hell podcast we're on. <laughs> well, uh, as I mentioned, I'm from the Indiana Jones Minute. Uh, you can find us at indianajonesminute.com. Um, we have finished. We got all four movies in the can because we've been doing this a damn long time. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're awaiting uh, the fifth one. You know the Indy Five, and uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be very interesting. <laughs> it is. So we're, we're, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, Crystal Skull was sort of a crisis of faith for us. So uh, you know, we'll see uh, uh, what sort of Deus Ex Machina there is here with Indy Five. Hopefully, there is one. We are the James Holland yeah. Bob Minute. See, I got it, Jeff. <laughs> we did clerks we did ball rats we did chasing amy we're working our way through dogman now and that's it you got anything else chef no ticket who's probably would have made a lot more sense to have you on for the minute that they actually quote one of your movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah that kind of that really uh that really stopped me in my tracks i was like damn <laughs>